New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. What is going on, friends? Thank you for continuing on this journey of reading through Genesis as we explore the life of Joseph. We are drawn in to the story. We really only have one more podcast um, through Genesis. And so um, we're going to be in Genesis chapter 50. And again, for those who I do not know, my name is Nick and I'm the teaching pastor here at New Vision. But we're going to be in Genesis chapter 50, and I'm going to be reading um, through verses 1 through 14 in this chapter as we close out um, really this journey that we've been walking on through Genesis. And as you know, Jacob, also known as Israel, has passed away, and he has told um, Joseph exactly how he wants to be buried to a T, and we're going to see that Joseph's going to carry that out. And so Genesis 50, and I'm reading out the CSB, verse 1 says this, then Joseph, leaning over his father's face, wept and kissed him. He commanded his servants who were physicians to embalm his father. So they embalmed Israel. They took 40 days to complete this, for embalming takes that long. And the Egyptians mourned for him 70 days. When the days of mourning were over, Joseph said to Pharaoh's household, If I have found favor with you, please tell Pharaoh that my father made me take an oath, saying I'm about to die. You must bury me there in the tomb that I made for myself in the land of Canaan. Now let me go and bury my father. Then I will return. So Pharaoh said, go and bury your father in keeping with your oath. Then Joseph went to bury his father and all Pharaoh's servants, the elders of his household and all the elders of the land of Egypt went with him along with all Joseph's family, his brothers and his father's family. Only their dependents, their flocks and their herds were left in the land of Goshen. Horses and chariots went up with him. It was a very impressive procession. When they reached the threshing floor of Atad, which is across the Jordan, they lamented and wept loudly, and Joseph mourned seven days for his father. When the Canaanite inhabitants of the land saw the mourning at the threshing floor of Atad, they said, this is a solemn mourning on the part of the Egyptians. Therefore, the place is named Abel Mizrim. It is across the Jordan. So Jacob's sons did for him what he had commanded them. They carried him to the land of Cana and buried him in the cave at Machpelah in the field near Memor, which Abraham had purchased as burial property from Ephron the Hittite. After Joseph buried his father, he returned to Egypt with his brothers and all who had gone with him to bury his father. Man, what a sad scene, but really um, a couple of things I want to pull out that really it is a beautiful scene. And I think it's very telling and, and, and it teaches us how we can mourn well and lament well with one another. In verse number three, it says this, after we find out all the steps that Joseph has taken to bury and embalm, his father says this, they took 40 days to complete this embalming, for embalming takes that long. 
and the Egyptians mourned for him 70 days. Here's what's interesting that stuck out to me in this passage. In verse 3, we see these Egyptians, these people that Joseph, these weren't Joseph's family. They weren't uh, people who knew of the Hebrew ways. They weren't people that was familiar even with the God of Joseph. But yet we see that they are able to mourn along side of him. There is something that is uniting and unifying about mourning together. It's almost saying, hey, I see you. Hey, I recognize that this is hard for you. I recognize the loss that was experienced and I'm in it with you. And they don't seem to move too quickly past this. Um, it says they mourned for 70 days. And so they were in the struggle. They were in the thick of mourning with Joseph for 70 days. And listen, that is how we really are reconciled one to another and unified together. When we are hurt with those who are hurting, and, and, and again, we know the opposite of that or the fulfillment of that is we also rejoice with those who rejoice. And so this is a beautiful picture of what it means to lament together when someone has lost something, even if we don't fully understand all that they've walked through and gone through, we can still weep with one another because to weep with somebody means that you see them, you hear them, and you're for them. Verse number seven. Then Joseph went to bury his father and all Pharaoh's servants, the elders of his household and all the elders of the land of Egypt went with them, along with all Joseph's family, his brothers and his father's family. Here's the next step. We see that these Egyptians, these aren't family members. Again, these are people that Joseph have come in contact with over the course of his leadership and his rise in Egypt. But whether they do, they are going with him. They are making strides. They are making difficult steps with Joseph. Why? Because they are with him and they love him. And that's what love does. I mean, love really says, hey, not only am I going to get in it with you and cry with you, but I'm also going to walk with you and carry the burden of the weight and the burden that you've been carrying. What a beautiful picture. You know, in the season, as we're trying to navigate how we can not only be reconciled to God and living that out, but how we can be reconciled to one another, we see that carrying each other's burdens, even if we don't fully understand, is a large part of that. And there's something beautiful that happens. And we're going to see that in verse 11. When the Canaanite inhabitants of the land saw the mourning at the threshing floor of Atad, they said, this is a solemn mourning on the part of the Egyptians. Therefore, the place is named Abel Mizram. It is across the Jordan. What I love is that these people who are watching this lamenting together, this carrying of burden together, they take notice of what is going on. Why? Because it's given off this different aroma than probably what they are used to. And so the same is true for us when we carry each other's burdens and we lament together. It gives off the aroma of the kingdom of God. Verse number 14. After Joseph buried his father, he returned to Egypt with his brothers and all who had gone with him to bury his father. Here's what I love about this. So they lamented together. They carried the burden together. It gave off an aroma of the kingdom. And then they get to walk even better together. They walk back to the land that they had been called to together, together. And I think that's what God had in mind for his people. People who don't look the same, who don't really, you know, come from the same backgrounds, but yet because of this union of Christ and of God, we are able to lament, carry the burden, give off the aroma of the kingdom, and walk together well. So may we be a people that do that. May this, these 14 verses that seem like, oh, it's just telling about Joseph burying his father, it really reveals a lot more about the heart of God. So may we today look for ways that we can lament with one another, 
that we can carry each other's burdens, that we can give off the aroma of the kingdom, and that we can walk better together. It's weeping together, it's laughing together, it's listening one to another, it's also rejoicing together. So may we do that well, and may our lives give off the aroma of God. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.